Starting and sustaining a business is hard. Whether you're just beginning or have been at it for a while and need a pick-me-up, you're about to get exactly what you need. Welcome to Go For It. Your host is Joe Hausman. Today, you'll hear stories from others on how to keep going and laugh while you learn. Here is your host, Joe Hausman. Hello and welcome to Go For It. This is Joe. Hey, thank you so much for coming back today, this week, this month, this year. And all the years that you've been listening, I appreciate each and every one of you for your emails, your text messages, your phone calls. I just appreciate all of you. And thank you so much for letting me know what you like about the show and also maybe some things you want to change, too. So it's really uplifting to me to hear your guys' stories, but also to bring on my wonderful guest experts that I do. And of course, you know, today's no different. But just know that I am your business strategist, and I'm also a speaker and best-selling author, but, and I know I've talked about this before, but I'm also a real estate investor, and to be honest with you, I've had my real estate license before. I'm thinking about maybe getting it back again, but also being a speaker and business strategist and best-selling author, able to really help you go for it and go for what you want in your life. I'm hoping through these shows that you have that aha moment. And that you're like, yes, that's what I want to do in life. Because it's really about helping you get what you want also in life. And if you want more information about me, as you know, you can go to my website, joehosman.com. And I'm the female Joe, so it's just J-O. So it's joehosman.com for more information. And then there's also a free download there called The Power of a Positive Mindset. Boy, don't we all need that right now. So you just pop in your email and that web, or that download is all yours. So ladies and gentlemen... I am excited to bring on my guest today, Greg Young. He is from Arizona, but he was born and raised on Long Island, New York, and then he went off to the University of Arizona for his undergrad and then Northern Arizona University for his master's degree. He's been a real estate investor since 2012, which that's when I got reacclimated to it myself, and a full-time realtor in Phoenix since 2015. And he's been married to his beautiful wife, Mandy. Oh, she's the best. Since 2017. He loves sports, staying active, traveling, reading and learning, and desires to live by the beach. Oh, amen. As soon as possible. Greg, welcome to my show. Go for it. Hi, Joe. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor. Yes, I'm so excited. So, ladies and gentlemen, I have to tell you, normally I, I don't really like talk about the weather during this, but I, I got this weird message on my phone, and it's kind of partly cloudy out today, but it says, snow squall warning. I don't even know, Greg, what a snow squall warning is. So, um, <laughs> there you go. In case it gets, you know, the channel gets a little fuzzy or something, that whatever the snow squall is. So, But anyways, Greg, tell us more about you. Tell us what grew you into real estate, but also what grew you into real estate investing? Because I think that's always like the best story is when you have, you can share your own story about how you got into it or what, what made you go toward that, um, that type of business? Sure. Um, so yeah, actually real estate investing brought me into becoming a realtor. Um, but in 2012, um, I ended up buying a second home. You know, I bought my first home in 2010, um, but I ended up getting a dog at that time. And then by 2012, I realized I need a bigger home. I want this dog to have a backyard and just kind of a better lifestyle. So, um, you know, that caused me to um, buy that second home and then rent out the first one. And that's really how I became a real estate investor. Um, you know, at that point, I was a landlord. I didn't really know what I was doing. 
Um, but I saw those, you know, the paychecks coming in. I thought, oh, there's something to this. And um, that's really when my, uh, my research and learning began. Um, and then, you know, I've obviously grown my portfolio since then. But um, about three years later, um, I was talking to a buddy of mine and I was, you know, working a cubicle job. I was kind of in the rat race and couldn't see myself doing that job for the next 30 years. So I was talking to a good buddy of mine. And he said, well, why don't you become a, you know, residential realtor? You like, you like helping people, you like real estate, and it'll probably help, uh, you know, with your real estate investing, learning contracts and networking and everything. And um, I gave it some thought and um, just decided to do it. You know, I talked it over with uh, my girlfriend, who's now my wife, Mandy, and uh, she was, you know, she was on board. She saw my vision and saw my, uh, my passion for real estate and um, got a few things together financially and took the leap and quit my cubicle job and, uh, you know, jumped into becoming a full-time realtor, which is, uh, you know, it's been great. Um, it's been five years since I've been doing that. And um, that has helped me leaps and bounds, you know, with my real estate investing career as well. So they definitely go hand in hand, but um, that's the short story of kind of how I got into, uh, you know, being a real estate investor, which brought me into being a full-time realtor at this point. That's phenomenal because I've actually had my license twice now and it's on inactive status. And, but definitely that's kind of what got, well, no, I, I started back in 2004 investing, but kind of got me jumped back into real estate investing. And as I said at the top of the hour that I was thinking about getting it back again. So I'm actually glad to hear that. I'm actually glad to hear that being a realtor has helped you with your real estate investing. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, just understanding the contract and, um, you know, the do's and don'ts. Um, obviously the networking is huge. So um, just a lot of intangibles that a lot of people don't really talk about, but, um, you know, just the, the connectivity to other realtors and um, not, not only my market, but other markets around the country. Um, obviously, that helps for real estate investing if you are comfortable investing outside of your backyard, uh, which I am. So it just opens up a lot of doors and gave me a lot of uh, great foundation for real estate investing, and um, we'll continue to do that, hopefully. Yeah. Back because I've done mortgages, real estate, and um, property management. But back when I was doing mortgages, I that's how I found a couple properties myself. So, oh, of course. I, yeah, I, it opens up a lot know, of doors. Yeah, it does. It just opens a lot of doors. So that, that part is wonderful. So what is it that you like about real estate right now, and what keeps you going with it? Because right now, well, it was really good, and I usually like to keep this show evergreen, but right now we are in the pandemic. So what keeps you going um, with your real estate business? Um, so as a realtor, um, you know, right now <clears throat> things are kind of slowing down a little bit and I can kind of get into the Phoenix market if you'd like, but, um, sure. you know, things are slowing down, but there are, you know, there are still contracts going out and um, luckily I still do have some clients that I'm working with and I'm not just trying to prepare for, you know, three months later. Um, so I really like that about real estate. Um, they kind of go hand in hand, realtor and real estate investing, like we were just talking about. Um, but I don't know if you want me to get into like the Phoenix market or if you want me to, there's a lot of different areas we can uh, kind of go down at this point. Sure. Well, yeah. And that's a problem. Cause it's only, you know, the show will go by so fast. There's like so much knowledge I want to, you know, grasp from you, but <laughs> for this part, let's just talk about the Phoenix market. And let's talk about what is happening in the Phoenix market right now and what you're seeing from people. And if you've noticed, it's only a few weeks into it, but if you've noticed like a big change or if you notice that people are still buying and selling right now or kind of um, 
where they where they're at right now. Okay, great. Um, yeah, so the Phoenix market um, up until you know about a month ago before the pandemic hit, it was a very strong sellers market. Um, even right now, sellers you know at that point sellers were dictating the price and terms. Um, but believe it or not, today it's still a seller's market. It's just not a strong seller's market as it was about a month ago. Um, so sellers are still dictating, you know, prices and terms for the most part. And this is as of today. Obviously, things can change. Um, the Obviously, the volume is taking a hit. I think volume around the country and probably the world for real estate is, is taking a hit. Um, and I think Phoenix is probably about 50% volume um, from this month to last month. But, um, you know, people are still running contracts. People are still getting out there um, doing home inspections and appraisals and, and that kind of thing. So um, the Phoenix market, hopefully it holds very strong. I don't know. It's too early to tell. But um, that's kind of what's going on in the market right now. And um, But things are still going on here. And I'm actually working with an investor client right now from California. So um, he probably won't even see the property in person based on this whole pa- pandemic and his ability to get out here. Um, but you just have to get a little bit creative and um, find some ways to pivot your business a little bit while uh, things kind of get, um, you know, over this hump and somewhat back to normal and hopefully two or three months and, uh, you know, kind of see how that all plays out. Yeah. I love what you said. You have to kind of pivot a little bit to really get your um, business to keep go- going and growing during whatever, whatever comes into your life, right? You still always have to pivot and if something isn't working right now, you can always change it a little bit. And that's the best thing about life. We can always just change a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, it's not just for business. It's for, for everything. You know, a lot of people are obviously working from home these days. And if you're not used to working from home, luckily me and my wife, um, we are. But, um, you know, I had a buddy call me a couple of weeks ago. He said, I don't even have paper clips. I don't have stamps. I don't have envelopes because um, he does everything from his office. So. Uh-huh. It was just funny to me, but it's, that's just his reality because he doesn't work from home. And um, so that was his pivot is, you know, getting a scanner printer delivered to his home so he can actually do work. Um, so there's just a lot of ways that you can pivot, but especially um, in real estate, there's so many different ways to help people and, you know, make money at the same time. So it's just finding that pivot point, what works for you and what your skill sets, um, you know, allow you to do. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember when I first started working from home 15 years ago, it was, it was hard, you know, trying to have everything. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I forgot this or I forgot that. But, you know, eventually you find your groove and you find what works for you and what doesn't work for you, just like you are anywhere, really. I mean, it just doesn't, you just have to make your new normal, right? And right now in today's times, we're making our new normal. And then eventually probably things will go maybe back to where they were, but um, creating a new normal, it kind of gets us out. It's resetting, right? It's resetting our life and our visions and our future goals. Yeah, it definitely gives you an opportunity to reset, like you said, a lot of things, um, which if you take advantage of it, that's great. And I think that's part of, um, you know, the positive mindset and surrounding yourself with other people that are in that same mindset, which I'm sure we're going to get into. Um, it's either that or, you know, you're at home watching Netflix, playing video games, um, you know, which is all fine and dandy. There's no right and wrong. Um, but, you know, for entrepreneurs, I think we're always looking to better ourselves and propel ourselves forward. So um, for me, you know, there's a little Netflix involved with my day. I'm not going to lie, but 
Um, there is a lot of reading, a lot of podcasts, um, you know, just surrounding myself with people virtually these days that can either, you know, help me, I can help them, um, uplift them, that kind of thing. So um, just depends on, you know, what, uh, what you kind of do with this gift of time, as Robert Helms would say. Exactly. And I don't know about you, but I've been on so many and I've been I've done Zoom meetings for years, but I've been on more Zoom meetings these last few weeks and I care to even um, know. <laughs> and yep. even, even when some some of them are at night, I'm just have to say, no, I just I, I don't think I can do one more Zoom meeting, you know, but thank goodness for technology. And thank goodness for today's technology that even with real estate, you know, you can do most of your contracts online. And just like with your um, client from California, you can do probably all the virtual stuff and then also, um, you know, the virtual tours and then also the contracts and everything online. Yeah, no, it's been great. I mean, technology has definitely come a long way to um, assist us, you know, with working from home and especially as a realtor and investor. Um, like you said, a lot of, a lot of it is uh, virtual contracts are online and e-sign and, and everything is very easy to do. Um, so thankfully, I can't imagine doing this 30 years ago, being a realtor, driving around with, you know, one key to one house and delivering it back to uh, the broker so the next agent can pick up that one key to go to that same house. Um, so I'm kind of glad and fortunate that I'm in the times that I'm in and, um, and you know, the processes that we have around technology uh, just really help out quite a bit. Oh, my goodness, yes. And thank you, technology is all I can say because um, – <laughs> Even when I started uh, online business, you know, back in 2005, people thought I was crazy. But that's how the world was going. And now everybody's virtual for the time being, at least. So it really is a great way. And we have about four minutes until break. But after break, then um, we're going to come back and we're going to really talk about the positivity and how, well, first of all, how Greg and I met. So let's get into that a little bit. Greg and I met through the Real Estate Guys radio, and they also have a very popular podcast, been on for like 22 or 23 years. And we met at one of their events that they had. Was it last summer or in the fall? But um, we met there, and, you know, sometimes you just have that instant connection with people. Like him and his wife are – with me, we're kind of going in the same direction with our real estate investing. So it's really been um, – fun getting to know you and your wife Mandy and seeing the vision that you guys have also with your um, with your investing because sometimes as solo entrepreneurs and a lot of us are solo entrepreneurs no matter if you're in real estate or in something else we have to have that outlet we have to have we have to be with other people we have to be able to learn and res- you know learn from other people and that's thankfully why I grabbed on to, I've li- been listening to their podcast for four or five years and I don't know how long you've been listening, but I'm like, I finally had to take the leap and go to one of their events last year. So <laughs> how long have you been listening to them? Um, probably about two years. Um, oh, okay. And um, yeah, so I've been, been in and out of podcasts probably for about two years now and obviously it's exploding in the, uh, in that world. But, um, but yeah, I mean, the real estate guys, um, you know, I always have in my head this equation of the real estate guys plus Kyle Wilson's inner circle equals my success. Exactly. Um, so those are, those are the two basic, uh, the bigger groups that I've uh, joined this year and part of their tribes. And it's just really exploded. And, um, you know, like you said, just surrounding yourself with those kind of people, um, which I'm sure we're going to get into a little bit more. But, um, but yeah, that's just been a, a great wave that I'm riding. And it's just been so much fun connecting with uh, both of those tribes. And there's a lot of overlap as well. 
there's a lot of overlap as well. And but it's so good for the psyche, but also to surround yourself with people who, first of all, have done bigger and better and bolder than I have is to be able to surround myself with them, but also to collaborate with other people who have done bigger, better and bolder, but to collaborate with them and maybe to work on different projects with them. Like right now I'm working on different projects with a couple of different people. And I'm like, wow, this would have never happened if I didn't get involved with them. And so you're right. The real estate guys radio plus Kyle Wilson's inner circle very much means success. And and if somebody doesn't know who they are, I mean, really get into like your own mastermind or get into groups that are going to work with your business. But as Greg says, getting in with positive people who are going to really um, propel and want you to do better. I think that's the best part. They want you to do better. So when yeah, we come definitely. back, up, they're rooting. Yeah. Well, go ahead. I was going to say, definitely, they're rooting for your success just as much as you are, which is so powerful. Absolutely. So when we come back after break, we're going to talk more about that positivity because, you know, I'm all about that positivity and um, really going forth and just conquering your goals and conquering what you want out of life. So and now, Greg, now your website is phoenixazheroes.com. So that's Phoenix AZ, so Phoenix like Arizona. And then heroes.com. And if you, ladies and gentlemen, if you have any questions for the show, we'd love to have you call in with questions. Sometimes we do and sometimes we don't. But 1-866-472-5788. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. I have a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Learn how to maximize your business through the art of a mastermind. Being in a mastermind group can help propel you farther in life and business. Plus, you can also help others in their life and business. A mastermind group is defined as a peer-to-peer mentoring concept used to help members solve their problems with input and advice from the other group members. Since you are listening to the show, there is a place for you in my next mastermind group. For more information, visit johosman.com. Are you tired of being just the status quo? Are you tired of not earning what you are worth? Most of my clients have fear to blame for that. Overcoming fear and feeling empowered helps navigate you to becoming your better self. As one of my clients says, Joe, you are a shining light in a dark world. Wow, that says a lot. Let's get you going to becoming your better self and recognizing when fear and obstacles come into your life. We all have fear and we need to overcome it in order to go for it. Let's help propel you to live your best life. Contact me at joehosman.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now, back to Go For It. Welcome back to Go For It. This is Joe with my wonderful guest, Greg Young. And ladies and gentlemen, 
uh, wealth of knowledge right here is uh, Greg, and we're talking about real estate, real estate investing, and just how we can, you know, how how we met through different masterminds and inner circles that we're involved with. But also, Greg, now I do have a question from a listener. Her name is Linda, and the question is: Could real estate investors benefit from this pandemic? Um, yes, absolutely. Okay, and um, then how how do you feel they can? Um, so I think there's going to be a lot of different ways that they can, um, you know, prosper with everything that's going on right now. Um, you know, the the obvious one is probably when everything settles in three to six months, there could be some depressed markets where you can find some good deals, um, and that depends on what you're doing. If you're doing fix and flips, um, if you're doing buy and holds. Um, there's just a lot of different strategies, but um, definitely, you know, a lot of people are saying that real estate is going to be uh, discounted in the next, you know, even six to 12 months. It just depends. It's kind of hard to predict that far out. Um, but there's definitely going to be some good buying opportunities. Um, and then in some markets, if the market does hold pretty strong, like I'm hoping Phoenix does, um, it'll be good to pretty much ride that out. Or if you feel like you're at the top of the market and you want to cash out, um, you know, that's an option as well. So um, it's not just for buyers buying on the discount. It's if you were planning to get out and prices are still holding, um, maybe now is a good time to cash out and move that money into other investments, you know, whether that's real estate or um, even something else that, you know, you're into. Um, so definitely a lot of opportunity. It's still kind of unfolding at this point, but um, the answer is absolutely yes. And just keep, um, you know, keep following um, people like the real estate guys and there's a whole bunch of other podcasts that I can mention, but um, they have their finger on the pulse and they can guide you and myself in the right direction of, of what to do and kind of when to do it, you know, for the most part. Um, but obviously that's a decision that's going to be up to you, but um, educate, educating yourself on when and where and markets um, is definitely something to, to do right now, in my opinion. Absolutely. And to be totally honest with you, I'm waiting for that depressed market to come. <laughs> because I'm, Me too. I'm, yeah. 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 As investors, that's what we do. We kind of wait to see what's going to be happening and then we jump in. And you you weren't in real estate in 2008, but um, I was. And it wasn't fun. And to be honest with you, I learned a lot from that uh, experience. And um, I guess it's helped help me propel to, cause I, I was listening to, you know, economists on the real estate guys radio listening to, you know, eventually the bubble is going to come. We just didn't realize it was going to be this kind of bubble, but so I got myself in preparation. I got myself prepared, you know, and I'm, you know, you did too, I'm assuming, um, from listening to them and knowing that something eventually was going to happen. And I do hope the Phoenix market holds strong. I really do. Yeah, definitely. I mean, preparing, um, yeah, listening to their, you know, podcasts. And I didn't go through the OA crash, like you said, but, um, you know, I surrounded myself with people and asked them those questions of, hey, when the next bubble does come, what did you do to make sure you, that you were insulated from it or insulated as best you could be? Um, and, yeah, you hit it right on the head. It was just listening to those podcasts, talking to other real estate investors that have been there and done that. Um, you know, cause that's the best way to learn is through other people's experiences, mistakes and successes. Um, so, you know, always looking for the opportunity and then definitely, like you said, position yourself well for the, for the near future with, uh, liquidity, 
knowledge and having people to reach out to to ask those kind of questions. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first time I had, Robert, well, the only time I had Robert Helms on the show, it was just like, oh, he was like a breath of fresh air, you know. And um, it was just, oh, gosh, that's been Oh, two, three years ago now, but it's, uh, he was just a breath of fresh air. And he said, you know, if you've lived through a crash before, you should learn how to live through another one. And so he's very true. And, but you know what? None of us are perfect. None of us do, uh, everything right. So activity, because one thing I appreciate about you and your wife and the people that we surround ourselves with is the positivity and the people that are always looking for the good in others. And so talk about that. And, and, oh, and then I also, besides that, I also want to talk about how you kind of overcome if you're um, going through a hard time, but let's talk about the positivity first and really how you keep yourself upbeat, how you keep yourself looking for the future, how you keep yourself, um, envisioning greater things. Okay, great. Um, yeah, so a lot of this comes with uh, personal development. And um, luckily for me, I really got into personal development um, the summer of 2019, so roughly about a year ago. Um, and I kind of caught this nice wave where, you know, I met Robert Helms at one of his events, and then um, that indirectly got me invited to Kyle Wilson's Inner Circle that we talked about. Um, so, um, you know, personal development basically rode me through the summer, but I really dove into it over the winter time. And um, that's when I attended Kyle Wilson's first um, Inner Circle event. That's where I met you for the first time. And then the next month later at uh, one of Robert Helms' Russell Gray events. Um, so it's just, yeah, like I said, just uh, surrounding yourself with those people and really um, just asking the right questions and not being afraid to be, um, you know, the, the dumbest person in the room, um, which... I have no problem doing that because I love learning from other people that have been there and done that. Um, And that's basically, you know, these, what these events are. Um, The real estate guys events are amazing. Um, I think me and my wife have been to two of them and I've been to a few of them on my own, but um, it's just, you know, the the power of the network that he brings in, the people that he brings in. Um, You know, obviously there are a lot of real estate investors, but also, um, you know, with Kyle Wilson's inner circle, um, you know, there's entrepreneurs, there's business people, there's business owners. Um, you know, some of it's real estate related, but a lot of it's not. And a lot of it is just um, personal development and developing your business and developing your mindset. And um, the mindset part was a little bit tough for me. Like I said, I started in the summer, but I didn't really kick it in until the winter. And that's when um, something just really clicked and I really dove into it and realized that, you know, what I was doing was not 100%, and I really dove into it 100% over the winter time. And um, now, you know, to get me through these crazy times, um, I read a lot of books, you know, a lot of, uh, like, Brian Tracy and Jim Rohn, which um, comes directly from hanging out with Robert Helms. I know he's a big fan of both of those gentlemen. Um, so that's kind of how I get through these times and, um, you know, try to stay positive and try to reach out to other people who have that similar mindset and are going through the same thing, but also... Um, they can see the opportunity at the end of, you know, the storm that's kind of brewing right now. Right. And that's the best part is when you can, when you can have that vision through somebody else as well, because they can see things that I, I can't see. And so what are, do you journal? Do you, um, do you, what kind of things besides reading, what kind well, okay, Jim Rohn and Brian Tracy, but do you do other th- kind of things? Do you exercise? Do you, you know, 
when you're when all of us feel like, oh my gosh, you know, here we go again. For me, it's here we go again. But you know, we'll survive. How are things that besides that do you do to keep yourself uplifted? Do you um, do you go around looking at homes? Do you you know, for business and personal, how do you keep yourself uplifted? Um, so if, I'm sure you've heard of uh, Hal, Hal Elrod, The Miracle Morning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, re- so I read that book um, over the summertime. And um, again, it took me probably three months to really incorporate everything in there. But um, now it's just a morning routine. And I never thought I'd say that because I usually like to sleep in to the last minute of my alarm. Um, but now it's, you know, 6.30 every morning I wake up and um, I basically, you know, I do my reading, I do my writing, um, I definitely do my exercise, um, a little bit of meditation, which I'm still trying to uh, fully get into, but um, that's been helping. Um, some breathing exercises from our friend, uh, Dr. Amy Novotny. Um, so that's kind of, I put together a real strict morning uh, routine that really helps me start my day positively and um, just gets a lot done before, you know, that 9 a.m. when, you know, the start time or whatever you want to call that um, for my business day. But um, that really helps me just kind of get into my own zone and I just I do it on my own. I have my peace and quiet. Um, that really helps me kind of move forward, you know, every day. Um, and then business-wise, um, right now, you know, I'm really trying to focus on not the results of my business, but just the steps that I know I need to do every day. Um, and that kind of goes back to, you know, creating good habits and, you know, whether you, whether you want to or not, you make those 20 phone calls a day and that's going to produce results. It might not produce results, you know, next week or even next month, you know, as real estate, there's definitely a lag and, um, you know, people put off real estate a little bit here and there. So, um, but I'm focusing on the process and not the results. Um, and that's something that I, that I picked up recently. And, um, it's just been, it's been like night and day and just knowing that the results will come if you do you know, if you do X, Y, and Z, it's just kind of like an equation. One plus one is always going to equal two. If you always do your 20 phone calls and other activities, your, you know, your uh, paychecks will come and you'll be able to help out people now and later. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, especially, you know, putting the plan into place now. And sometimes it's not going to, like you said, not going to result in what you want right now, but it's going to result in something later on. You know, and sometimes it results in what you want right now, but you want to keep talking to people. So that was really powerful, both on your personal and on your business side. And on the personal side, when you stated you're getting up early now, I was the exact same way. I mean, I used to, well, I still do some days, but, you know, wait till that very last minute or I let the alarm thing go off a few times. But when I started getting up between 5 and 5.30 every day and reading and meditating and journaling and all that, it really changed my life. It really changed the whole trajectory of my life and how I went forth um, with greater abundance, I think, than I had before. And just getting up even an hour earlier than what you're doing now or even a half hour earlier is just, I don't know why, but it just brings so much, I don't even know, well, yeah, maybe probably more peace too to my life because I'm getting up, I'm getting things accomplished right away in the morning. Now, do you feel that same yeah. way that you're getting it done and you're like, all right, I've already accomplished something? Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I look back on my days and, um, you know, I just realized how much I get accomplished between 6.30 and 9, sometimes 9.30. Um, yeah, it's, it's just amazing because, 
Um, you know, other times or other times in my life, I would say, oh, I'm going to work out at three o'clock today. And then, you know, a client comes up at two thirty and wants to see a home. And then all of a sudden I'm not working out that day. And then it's just easy to, to get into that habit of, you know, pushing it off and then, eh, well, maybe I'll work out. Maybe I won't. Now it's, it's non-negotiable. I know I can work out every morning. Um, and just having that right mindset, like you said, and positivity and peace. It's just, uh, it's just a nice way to start the morning, which I never, I never thought I would do it, but I'm so glad that I, um, that I read that book and, you know, now I'm part of his community as well. So it's just, um, just like you said, surrounding yourself by other people that have, um, have that positive attitude and are doing what you want to do, you know, even, even better, 10 times better, a hundred times better or at your level. Yeah. I even, uh, a friend of mine and I decided to start walking at six o'clock in the morning, which is a little early, but I'm doing it. But the sunrises, oh my gosh, the sunrises are so spectacular this time of year. And then the sunsets at night are just glorious. And to me, I'm just like, oh my goodness, what have I been missing? <laughs> because from my house, I can't see the sunrise, but when I'm out walking, I certainly can. And it is just, it's just a scenery that I hadn't seen in a long time. So I, I tell her all the time, I said, thank you for making me get up and walk right away in the morning. Normally I would start working out around seven or eight. So, you know, once we decide to go earlier and she's like, well, I just thought it'd be good to get outside and walk. And I'm like, oh, but that, you know, so different things you see also at different times of the day that you always, I don't know, for me, I took for granted and now I don't take for granted anymore because it's just nice to be able to get out and get fresh air as well. And um, sometimes when we go through pandemics or hard times in our lives, we really realize what's important. You know, we really realize, we come to figure out, and sometimes when we're in a crisis, what com- what's important to us comes to the forefront. And right now, health is a big one. And um, But just the small things like seeing the sunrise or seeing a sunset or just getting into a new routine that's going to propel you even farther in life is a wonderful, wonderful gift. It really is. So I'm proud of you for that, Greg. I'm proud of you for getting up and getting up, you know, getting ready right away in the morning. And, you know, the meditating for me was the hardest part because my mind seems to like to go. But once I meditate, I'm able to bring it back down. And now with Dr. Amy Novotny, with her breathing exercises that she has us do, um, that has helped a lot too. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I'm lucky to be in the same city as Dr. Amy. So um, before this pandemic, I was a patient of hers and I used to go in there every week um, for a shoulder injury, but I really just incorporated that into my morning. And um, it was just perfect because it was like kind of like meditation, but it's also helping my body relax and kind of de-stress a little bit. Um, Also good for my shoulder, which I'm trying to rehab and she's done a great job of that. But um, but yeah, that's what I like about that morning routine. You can kind of try some things out and see if they work. And if they work, you keep them. If they don't, then, you know, you can substitute something else in there. And so it's always, you know, never, it's never the same, um, you know, six months from now, I'm sure it'll be a little bit different, but there'll be some foundational items in there um, that I'm continuing to do like working out and reading and writing. But, um, but yeah, no, it's just been, it's been a game changer for me for sure. And, uh, and yeah, I like it. It's, uh, it's just a fun way to start my mornings now. Right. And then do you find that you're a lot more positive now throughout the day when you do that? Yeah, I definitely do. Um, it just gives me that time to like, like be by myself and do my own thing. And then I can really jump into the day and, um, you know, 
help out my clients or whatever's going on in my household with my wife and my dog and everything. So it's, um, I feel like it's just like a good equalizer for me in the mornings to, um, you know, start the day off right. And um, it's just been fantastic. And the results are, you know, slowly showing up, which is, uh, again, goes back to the um, focus on the process, not the results, but, you know, acknowledge, acknowledge the results when they are there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the process sometimes can be the hardest part. <laughs> At least for me, it can oh, be. Yeah. I'm just like, I just want to move to that right now. I just want to get to that point over there. But it really is. It, that's, that's a wonderful way of saying it. You have to focus on the process because we can't always have the result that we want right away, you know, but the reward comes when you keep that process really in the forefront of your mind and you keep working on that process because the reward will come. And um, so, yeah, so we have about a minute until break. And so when we come back after break, I also want to talk about your um, your heroes that you work with as well. I think that is really because I'm a big um, proponent for um, veterans. So when we come back after break, I do want to touch on that a little bit as well. Greg's website is phoenixazheroes.com. So again, phoenixazheroes.com. If you have any questions for the show, ladies and gentlemen, you can write to me as well, joe at joehosman.com. Or you can call in with a question because, you know, we love calling calling callers, one 866 472 And ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break. Voice America is available on your Google connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. Are you tired of being just the status quo? Are you tired of not earning what you are worth? Most of my clients have fear to blame for that. Overcoming fear and feeling empowered helps navigate you to becoming your better self. As one of my clients says, Joe, you are a shining light in a dark world. Wow, that says a lot. Let's get you going to becoming your better self and recognizing when fear and obstacles come into your life. We all have fear and we need to overcome it in order to go for it. Let's help propel you to live your best life. Contact me at joehosman.com. I have a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Learn how to maximize your business through the art of a mastermind. Being in a mastermind group can help propel you farther in life and business. Plus, you can also help others in their life and business. A mastermind group is defined as a peer-to-peer mentoring concept used to help members solve their problems with input and advice from the other group members. Since you are listening to the show, there is a place for you in my next mastermind group. For more information, visit joehosman.com. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. listening to go for it to reach joe hausman with a comment or question about the show please send an email to joe at joehausman.com that's j-o at joehausman.com now back to go for it welcome back to go for it this is joe with my wonderful guest greg young and we're talking about you know positivity and staying uplifted 
uh, with our personal development, but also our work development as well, because, you know, during good times and in bad, we have to really get in with ourselves, but also keep pursuing, especially if you're a solo entrepreneur or you're, you know, you're self-employed, anything like that, to really get ourselves really out there and just keeping ourselves uplifted because, you know, in any economy, no matter what the case is, it can be really easy to kind of fall back into bad habits and bad traits. And um, so just really working with um, getting in with mentorships and getting in with inner circles, like we've talked about the Kyle Wilson Inner Circle, Real Estate Guys Mentorship Club, just different or even your own mastermind uh, group. Anybody to kind of keep you accountable and uplifted is just so valuable. Now, Greg, I noticed here, and I've heard of this before, but maybe you should tell us a little bit more. Homes for Heroes. And since you're a realtor in uh, Arizona, talk to us more about what this Homes for Heroes is. Sure. Um, yeah, Homes for Heroes, it's a national program. It's in a lot of major cities, and it actually stemmed out of the uh, 9-11 attacks. Um, so the people behind, behind Homes for Heroes, they wanted to um, give back to the heroes that were, you know, obviously helping during that time of crisis. Um, so they set up this foundation, and I think in the past couple of years, it's really um, taken off and spread out to a lot of uh, other cities uh, aside from, you know, the Northeast. Um, so, yeah, Homes for Heroes, um, it's a program that I'm involved with as a realtor. And um, the five categories that are classified as heroes are um, firefighters, law enforcement, military, healthcare workers, and teachers. So, obviously, now more than ever during this pandemic, I think we can uh, all safely say that we're relying on every single one of these categories to um, you know, keep our communities safe and keep our communities moving along, um, you know, especially the healthcare workers. I think that's probably the biggest one at this point, but, um, you know, they're on the front lines dealing with this pandemic. But, um, you know, it takes a village, and I think all five of these categories are well represented in this, um, you know, this pandemic that we're currently going through. Um, so it's just a great program that, um, that I got involved with probably about six months ago. And um, what it does for the hero, um, you know, when they're, going through the home buying or home selling process, that home, that process is exactly the same for them. Um, mm-hmm. But as a uh, home buyer, they basically get a check, which comes out of my, uh, my, my 3% commission, if, you know, give or take 3%. Um, I basically give them about a third of my commission and it goes back to the hero directly in the form of a check after they close. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a, it's a pretty decent amount. Um, on average, it's about, um, about $2,500 is the average check that they receive, and that depends on the price of the uh, home that they're buying. Sure. But um, it's just a way for me to give back to, um, you know, these people that are doing jobs that I like to say I wouldn't want to do or I'm not qualified to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just really gives me a way to uh, to give back the best way that I can, and that is through uh, real estate and helping them, helping them save some money or um, receive some money after closing um, when buying or selling a home. That is so neat. You know, I I guess I had heard about it, and then, I, to be honest, I forgot about it. And then when I saw it here, I'm like, what? Let's talk about this a little bit. That is that is so, well, an extraordinary on your part as well, for giving back a portion of your proceeds back to them. And that, that is just, that speaks volumes to anybody who's involved with that. So thank you for that, and thank you for giving back. And thank you for all the, yeah, the healthcare workers, the teachers, the firefighters, all EMS, you know, all healthcare people and military and law enforcement. I mean, they, you know, they've got a tough job. And you're right. Well, I'm a teacher. I'm an educator at a, 
at universities. But um, other than that, I I wouldn't want to do it, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, I wouldn't want, you know, I'd be too scared to be in firefighter or law enforcement or military, actually. So, But I, I appreciate everyone that is, and I appreciate the sacrifices that they've given for all of us. And so what a ni- that's a great thing, Greg. I well, that's a beautiful thing, actually. So I'll have to look into it for our state. I, I guess I don't know if we have that. I haven't heard of it around here, but I'm definitely going to look into it because I think that's phenomenal. So yeah, check it out. It's a really great program. So is it is it in all 50 states or is it just in certain states? Um, I don't know the answer to that. I know it's in all major cities. So, you know, like Philadelphia, Chicago, and um, Phoenix. Um, I, I want to say it's in like 25 or 30 cities, so maybe not all 50 states, but, uh, don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. Um, huh. but, um, yeah, but I know they're trying to expand and, um, they're, they're really getting their name out there. Um, and it's just like, like you said, it's, it's just a wonderful program that, that gives back to, you know, these people and, um, that are, you know, serving our front lines and keep our, keeping our community safe at this point, especially at this point with the coronavirus going around. Absolutely. Have you noticed that more people don't want to go out look at homes right now? Uh, yes, 100%. <laughs> um, I have a few listings that um, they have tenants in place, and the tenants, probably a couple of weeks ago, they were asking me, like, well, what's going to happen here? Like, are we going to let people in just to see the home? Um, so I really didn't know the answer to that because this is all new. So uh, I talked to my seller, I talked to my broker, and they basically said, you know, just it's up to everybody to come to a collective decision on what's right and what's, you know, what's best to keep moving forward, but also keep, uh, you know, people's health and safety, you know, at the forefront, obviously. So, um, so with that one, we just told the tenant, you know, we'll shut it down for a little bit. Not a big deal. We don't want to, you know, put your health and risk at risk, um, just to, you know, move the home and, you know, get a paycheck. Like that's not, not the way we want to do things. And, um, so yeah, so a lot of people are obviously just, sitting in front of a computer screen. They might be looking at homes online, but uh, in person, um, definitely gone down uh, very sharply at this point. Right. I was going to go look at one the other day, on, and um, I was talking to the realtor, who is a friend of mine, and um, we were going to meet over there and go through it, and all of a sudden I'm like, you know, maybe not. Maybe I'll just do a virtual tour, you know, because other people had been through it. And um, I was going to mm-hmm. bring, you know, my Clorox wipes and all that. And I said, you know, and it was right in my same town. So, but it's a, it's a good little, it's a good little property. And I said, well, just send me the pictures, you know, give me a virtual tour of it. And so that's what she did. And it was, um, it worked really well. Of course, the house was vacant, but which helps even better. But um, because I knew other people had gone through it, I'd like, mm, no, I'm good. I'm just do it virtually. And so it was, it worked out really well. Again, technology. Thank goodness. If this is going to happen, it's happening now with all the technology that we have and that we're able to yeah, do things, amen. you know, and we're still able to conduct business. And I've conducted a lot of business on, you know, Zoom meetings and stuff like that. So um, it's that thankfully is, you know, still really well. So I'm appreciative of that. Well, Greg, we have about, I don't know, three, four or five minutes until the end of the show. So talk to us about, you know, something positive, how we can like really go after what we want in our life and really how we can go forward um, from this step forward and really how we can um, move forward in life. And I know you've talked a lot of stuff already, but I know you have lots of gems in there to tell us. 
Oh, sure. Um, so, yeah, so I think kind of going back to what we spoke about earlier, this is like the ultimate reset for a lot of people. And um, I think we're, um, you know, some people are kind of going through their life and realizing or thinking about, consciously thinking about, you know, what's important. Um, you know, is it their job? Is it their career? Is it their family? Um, I know for me and my wife, um, you know, we want to, our ultimate goal is to um, have that financial freedom. You know, we hit that number that comes in every month from uh, rental income. And we want to live, um, we want to live by the beach, you know, whether that's in Florida or maybe Belize. We haven't really uh, narrowed that down yet, but um, it kind of, I don't know, kind of got my mind thinking a little bit. And, um, you know, what am I waiting for? Maybe I should, you know, if I need X amount, maybe I only need half of X amount to actually live my dream and, you know, move to the beach and then kind of, um, you know, still do real estate investing. I can still be a realtor anywhere I go. Um, so for me, it kind of just um, kind of kicked me in the butt a little bit of like, well, maybe I shouldn't wait five years for my five-year plan. Maybe I can turn that five-year plan into a two-year plan or a three-year plan and really, you know, enjoy my time while I'm, uh, you know, relatively young and everything. So um, that's, that's what I think a lot of people can do is, you know, reevaluate their, their big why and kind of why they're doing everything and what their ultimate goals are. Um, you know, initially, if you asked me two years ago what my goal was, it would just be to hit a certain amount of money coming in every month and then just sit on the beach and retire. Um, now, I just want to, I want to live by the beach, but I would love to be, you know, a full-time real estate investor and then do some realtor stuff on the side. So, um, you know, I think retirement was kind of uh, pretty much out the window for me at this point. I just want to do something that um, really makes me happy. I love doing, and I and financially I can afford to, you know, do it every day and, um, you know, and still love it and connect with people. And that's kind of what I realized in the past couple of years is um, I'm not looking for retirement. I'm just looking for that financial freedom so I can really be, um, you know, really be free and, um, pursue what I really want to do. And that's real estate investing and live by the beach and have that beach kind of lifestyle as well. Mm-hmm. I have that same dream living by the beach since someday, and then also being a full-time real estate investor and um, just really, yeah, having, but you have to start off with, you know, you got to start off with how much you need per month to survive and thrive. And then you build that from there as well. Right. So you find out what your why is. And I think that's, don't you think that that's a lot of people's biggest thing is they don't know their why. And once you know yeah. your why, why you do what you do and why you want what you want, then that will get you out of bed in the morning and that will propel you um, to go for what you want. Yeah, no, it really does. Um, you know, before when I was working in my cubicle job, I just had everything on autopilot, but mm-hmm. it wasn't really getting me any closer to my dreams. It was just comfortable and that's what people do and, you know, the 401k and all that stuff. Um, but then really diving into those things and figuring out, well, why am I doing this? And do I want to do this in 20 years? If the answer is no, then that, that, that means that I'm not really pursuing what I really want to do and really love in life. So, um, so yeah, hopefully we can be neighbors on the beach and be real estate investors together. That would be awesome, Joe. That, that would be totally awesome. I would love it. <laughs> and like my dream, I don't want any more snow. You know, that's kind of my dream. No more snow and living on the beach. And yeah, and I don't know if I want, you know, it depends on Belize would be awesome. As we know, there's people we know that own property down there, Florida, as we know, at the same, same respect. So I always, to be honest with you, Greg, and we only have a couple minutes left, so I have to wrap this up, but I always wanted to have a home in Arizona 
and then that kind of changed when I went to the beaches of Florida. <laughs> so you never know where Joe's going to end up. But so since we only have a couple minutes left, I, I know you have given us such awesome, awesome, awesome information. But if you can leave us with one final statement, um, what would you like to leave us with? Um, so I guess it would go back to saying, like, um, take this time and opportunity. You know, we're all home. At least a lot of us are home. Take the time to really consciously think of what you want and how you're going to get there. Because um, a lot of times when you're caught up in the rat race, um, you know, if you have kids or work or a combination of the two, um, just days can get away from you really, really quickly. Um, so just take some time to really think about what you want and how you're going to get there. Um, and then just basically use all the tools we talked about today, surrounding yourself with those um, like-minded people and those people that are going to bring you up and you'll be surprised at the results. Absolutely. I could not have said it better myself. And also, and I don't know if we really talked about this a lot, passive income. Having that passive income come in will weather the storm out of anything you're going through. So always remember, if you don't have plan B in place, get plan B in place. Because during times like this, like we're in right now, it, um, it comes in really, really handy. So, Greg, thank you so much for being my wonderful guest today. I've appreciated it. I've appreciated getting to know you more from this show. And please tell your beautiful wife, Mandy, I say hi. That has been such a blessing. And ladies and gentlemen, as always, to reach your full potential of becoming bigger, better, bolder, and stronger with each and every day, you can check out my website, johosman.com, and there I have a free uh, discovery strategy session for you. You just, uh, I think it's under the contact section, you just put in your information and then I will contact you and we'll set up a time. And always remember, you are stronger than what you give yourself credit for. You really, really are. So go out and be great today. Be great always. And along the way, show some kindness and love wherever you go. Be a blessing to others. And especially in these times that we're in this pandemic right now, really be a blessing to others. You never know what people are going through or just making that phone call or saying hi will do for them. All right. So have a great week. God bless. And we'll see you here next week for another exciting show. Thank you for listening to Go For It. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Joe Hausman, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great day and an even better week.